Brett Makita. He's like the Harry Carey of high school sports in West Michigan from our flagship station, 96-1 The Game. He's standing by here on the huge show across Michigan. Hey, I was looking at the calendar. Uh, three weeks from uh, tomorrow night, we get high school football. I know it. And you know what? I still want July with this weather, Billy. <laughs> I was on a boat somewhere on Lake Michigan on Monday. So, no, it's exciting, as you know, when the calendar turns. And can you believe that practices start on Monday across the state for fall sports? It's just crazy. Yeah, I know. They got the dead week this week. Uh, my son plays at Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern Ace. And we'll talk to Joel Schwander, their head coach, coming up later. Landon Groves from Grand Rapids West Catholic. They're loaded. Again, they have the potential to be back-to-back state champions. He'll join us here at the new Power Strength Facility on Plainfield north of GR. But now as we flip the calendar and we're into 2023 and we can look back at an awesome 2022 all across the state of Michigan and especially here in West Michigan, Brett, uh, with some of the practices, some of the camps uh, you've seen, uh, who are teams on the radar right now and teams off the radar in terms of high school football in the West Michigan area? Well, I think they're always on the radar. It seems like every year, like a broken record. But when I talk to coaches, and I got a chance to go to one of the great events, which is at Hope College, uh, Peter Sturzma and their program hosted for seven-on-seven through South Christian, is just seeing all the teams there. They had 32 teams, Bill, from all around the state. Gross Point South was there. DeWitt was there. Grand Blank, as well as, as you know, just loaded with West Michigan teams like South Christian. And talking to the coaches, you know, the teams that were so successful a year ago look like they're going to be there, whether they're reloading or have everyone back. And it kind of starts with the conversation of Muskegon, who now is one of the interesting dynamics, you know, with the divisions and how they can change with enrollment. That's how they're based for people who don't know that are listening as far as high school football. You had some teams really shuffle. And one of those was Muskegon, who's always been Division Three. They now move up to Division Two, And guess what that means? Caledonia, who played in the state championship game in Division One out of the OK Red, I think there were just one or two students difference to be in Division One. They dropped down to Division Two, so they could meet. And Mona Shores, who's a perennial power in the Lakeshore and plays in the same division, the OK Green as Muskegon, is still in Division Two. So look at those three teams and their state championship caliber all in Division Two. It's going to be real interesting. But the Big Reds are loaded. They've got Jacob Price back, Makai Guy, their quarterback. Three running backs, including their running quarterback, that have all been up there since they were sophomores, now seniors. And as always, they're huge on the offensive line. They could average anywhere from 280 across the front with guards that are 300-plus on each side. So Shane Fairfield knows what he's doing there. People are excited about them and what they have. Mona Shores has their quarterback back in Jonathan Pittman. I saw him last year as a sophomore against Rockford. They pushed the Rams on the road to the limit and lost a tough one. Uh, Don't have quite the numbers that they've had in the past but certainly have some great athletes. And then the other team that I heard a lot of buzz about is, you know it's right in your backyard, Forest Hills Central, which is a sister school to where your son plays at Forest Hills Eastern. They've got a great senior class coming back and Division One talent across the board, led by guys like, you know, Hudkins and J.T. Hartman. They're going to be back, and they've got their quarterback back. So Forest Hills Central is going to be one of those teams to watch as well, and they played in the Division Two state championship game last year, lost to the power that is Warren De La Salle, but they're one of those teams that's going to be affected by dropping down in enrollment. They're going to be in Division Three this year, Bill. 
Rebekita from our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, joining us here on the huge show across Michigan as we're live from the new Power Strength Training Systems facility on Plainfield just north of GRPowerStrengthPro.com if you want to find out more from kids uh, to adults to teams. Uh, speaking of teams, uh, when you look at this area, and you just went through uh, some of the teams in West Michigan, but Rockford, you mentioned Caledonia, you look at South Christian reloading, Grand Rapids Catholic Central. We're going to have Landon Groves, the Grand Rapids West Catholic coach, uh, join us A1 at Ford Field last year. It is amazing to watch what the off season and this is part of what power strength does brett but now what the off seasons mean to the premier high school football programs in this state well and you know in watching your son ace play it, it all is when you get to the big boy football level and i'm talking about winning your conference if you're in a tough conference which you know across the board i would argue the okay conference no disrespect to the rest of the state but when you look the way they set it up by enrollments division by division i think the deepest conference are one of them in the state that's out there you got to have good offense and defensive line play and getting after the quarterback and then you've got to have i think an edge if you have a returning quarterback now that you see that a lot in college football because you have like a jj mccarthy who can you know start maybe a little bit as a freshman and then as a sophomore he's taking over the spot and now as a junior you have a seasoned quarterback right that's ready for probably the nfl after this year well if you can get a, a two-year starting quarterback in high school, what a luxury that is. And so to have these guys that have quarterbacks coming back is where it starts, and then that offensive line play, it's so different from, I think, maybe a decade ago. And part of that is where you're at today, Bill. I mean, just look up at the wall there at Power Strength. Mark Ennis and those guys keep track of the, the kids that train in their facilities and what they do you know, during their high school seasons and beyond, a lot of them playing college football. It's because they're putting the work in now. And the off-season training, off-season nutrition you've seen it it's just phenomenal at some of these programs like a rockford and muskegon and mona shores and and that's what keeps them uh when you talk to coaches up at top along with the numbers and kids wanting to play football that's the other thing in the story i think that you'll talk about and you've talked about it with mark Yule before on your show is how many numbers you can get out especially for smaller schools and get them interested in football because everyone has to have depth right if you next man up mentality i think you were telling me at forest hills eastern for their squad this year they've got 50 plus players for a division four program i mean that's phenomenal you just don't see that and you know injuries are going to happen and guys competing against other players to, for their spot to start or if they can start on both sides of the football it's more of a luxury than a necessity. Those teams are very successful. Yeah, Joel Schwander, who will join us coming up in our next segment, the head football coach at Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern, a playoff team last year, 101 kids in the high school programs, freshman, JV, and varsity. Considering there's like 400 boys in the high school, that's one in four kids playing football. And that's a sign of culture, building a program, chemistry. Uh, it's it's the good side of high school sports across the board, not just uh, football. And I know 96 won the game, our flagship station, Brett Bikita, Buck Gino and the crew, Rick Berkey uh, with the scoreboard shows three weeks from tomorrow night. Uh, they begin their coverage uh, opening week. They'll have 
uh, coverage in Muskegon and Grand Rapids on Thursday and Friday. And also uh, at the GLIAC level, Brett, I know you and I talked yesterday, a uh, big announcement, a uh, partnership with our flagship station, 96-1 The Game, and Davenport University Football. Yeah, we're very excited about that. I go way back, and speaking of high school, what about the connection of high school coaches that we've seen in West Michigan, Bill, and you know a lot of them that have gone on to be successful and now are college coaches or maybe have you know a college assistant uh, coach on their resume in the background. Dan Rohn's a perfect example, right? Uh, state championship caliber coach at West Catholic, then goes on and uh, is an assistant for Tony Nice, very successful at Ferris State, and from there parlays that into the Warren De LaSalle job, and last I check doing pretty well there and producing college talent but sparky McEwen is one of those guys started at creston high played high school football there wanted to go back and help out his alma mater it doesn't even exist anymore the high school but was so good there then went to the arena league to help out the grand rapids rampage and then bounced around a little bit oklahoma city and has come back now and after being an assistant at ferris state where he played college football under tony and east now is the head coach at davenport and you look at davenport Grand Valley State and Ferris State in the GLIAC Media Days the other day, they were one, two, three with Ferris, GVSU, and Davenport as far as the coaches pull. All three of them made the playoffs last year. It's just exciting to see, but it's a product, they'll all tell you, of the talent they're getting from the West Michigan level and across the state, really. Those programs are so good that they are now recruiting across the state and even in the Midwest. And don't want to leave out Michigan Tech for our friends listening on 107.3 and AM 920 WMPL and in the Midland Bay City Saginaw area on 100.9 FM Saginaw Valley State uh, in the GLIAC. You think about D2 powerhouses and you look at the GLIAC and I mentioned Tech and don't leave out Northern Michigan and Saginaw Valley State and you look at Wayne State and Grand Valley and Ferris and Davenport. They're like the SEC of D2 football. Well, and look at the players that, I'm glad you mentioned that, have gone just at the quarterback position to those two universities. Pat Collins is the coach now, longtime coach at Montague, state championship caliber coach. His son, Drew Collins, graduated just a couple years ago. Pat now has moved on, and he's the head coach at West Ottawa in the Tump OK Red with Rockford and Caledonia and Granville. And by the way, keep an eye on them. They have probably the most beautiful stadium you'll ever see in high school football in the state of Michigan with a double-decker look. But it's now year three for Pat, and he's going to be, I think, a team to watch with the Panthers. But his son, Drew, who played for him at Montague, is going for uh, a possible head, uh, a possible starting quarterback position at Michigan Tech. I know he played a little tight end for them last year. And then you mentioned Saginaw Valley State. Mason McKenzie, you know how good he was, the quarterback for Caledonia. He went to Saginaw Valley State and will be a true freshman this year in that program. He certainly is going to make some noise. Very good quarterback for Derek Pennington in Caledonia. And I want to mention for them, in just two years there, after coming over from Zealand East, the Fighting Scots and his son will be one to watch a senior this year. He's a Division One player along with their running back, Brock Townsend. 22-4, and four, Bill, in two years, Derek Pennington in an OK Red program where Rockford, Granville, East Kentwood, you name it, pretty impressive job he's done there. Yeah, uh, Derek needs to step it up a little, 22 and 4. It's not quite uh, Tony Anise at Ferris, and Sparky's done a great job at Davenport. And hey, let's not leave out the partnership with Davenport Football 96 1 before we go. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, we're excited about it because we'll get a chance to cover all those teams with our coverage. Rick Berkey, of course, the legendary voice who works with us on Friday night, is their play-by-play guy. And so just a natural for us on Saturday after high school football on Friday night. And we love it. And by the way, for those people who don't know the background of Tony Neese, he's been a couple of different stints across the state as a high school coach, but most notably for us, right, before he got the Ferris State job and built him into a championship power, Muskegon High, right? And before that, Jenison High School, right? Right here in West Michigan, two powerhouses. Brett Bikita, you can hear him on 96.1 The Game and also our sister station, uh, Wood, uh, AM and FM in downtown Grand Rapids. Brett, it's so good to talk high school football three weeks from tomorrow night. Appreciate your time. Hey, one more thing, Bill. I'm going to tell you right now, West Ottawa is one of my teams to watch. South Christian obviously coming off the perfect season. Keep an eye on their quarterback position because I think they might go with a sophomore. Uh, and then they can keep Jake Vermont and Carson Vister, two talented wide receivers from a year ago on the outside. But Kyle Stratton and Whitehall, I told you about them last year. Remember that game with South Christian regional yes. final in Division Four? Yes. Kyle is back, and I tell you, they're going to be a team. Don't sleep on them in the West Michigan Conference. Well coached, and they're one that I'm going to – look forward to i believe they open up with unity christian again this year you know brett uh i think we just flipped the table because normally uh you can't get me off the phone and i'm trying to get you off the phone <laughs> and you're so excited about high school football three hey, weeks from tomorrow night time, we always say you asked me right what goes around comes around yeah remember <laughs> that all right brett we love you buddy all right take care bill